reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
Beautiful. Yeah. Good sound. I love the sound. Beautiful. Are you happy to be in church? Are you excited to be in church? Is it a good thing to be in church? Can you just clap some? Just a little more. Let's bless Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this beautiful evening. Thank you for looking on us favorably to call us. Thank you for an interest, an interest, an interest, an interest, an interest. What a blessing to have an interest. We say that tonight, speak to us. Teach us. And let your will, your will, not just for our lives today, but our lives in the future. Let that will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. Powerful. I want to welcome you to church this evening. We are continuing to look at how we can become Good shepherds. Good shepherds. And I've already told you that it is very important for you to be good at what you are doing. I think that was a very important and a very, very necessary introduction. You know, to, 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 to the entire entire um, series I'm sharing and even I'm mean, just your life I mean as a, as a pastor as a shepherd you know a basenta leader is a pastor you know that yes a basenta leader is a pastor the same way a baby is a human being. Uh-huh. A baby is a human being. The baby's father is a human being. The baby's father's father is a human being. So, a basenta leader, a trainee shepherd is a pastor. In fact, in some countries, medical students in the hospital are called doctors. So, if you are a basenta leader, I want you to see yourself as a minister. See yourself as a pastor. You know, you are not a church or mate. Pushing people onto churches and buses. You are not. You are, you are actually a pastor. 
I'm sure as you are on the way, you see sometimes church mates will even stop cars on the road and ask passengers to cross the road and enter. Just like anakazoing everything and anything around in order to be able to push passengers onto buses. You are, if you are a basenta leader, you are not a trotro mate. No, you are, you are a dignified pastor. You are an honored minister of God. And so, everything you need to learn and everything you need to know and everything you need to do to be good at it, you must do it. You must do it. You must force to be good. You know? And I shared with you last week that one reason why you must be good at what you are doing is that it is only things you are good at that you enjoy. Anything you struggle to do, you don't enjoy doing it. If you are good at something, you... You are even... You can't wait to do it. You can't wait to do it. You can't wait. But when you know you are not good at it, honestly, it becomes a source of hypertension. Do you see? And I'm praying that every leader listening to me will be good so that you will enjoy ministry. And I told you why you must enjoy ministry. You must enjoy ministry because you must serve God with joy for the abundance of all things. The rewards of ministry give themselves over to those who do it with joy. If you are a, a, a shepherd a pastor, a leader, whatever you are. And you are not doing it with joy. You are wasting your time. Not much will come from it. Is it Uncle D I'm seeing there? Hey. Let me concentrate on my preaching before. (laughs) Everyone, make sure me, I'm serving God with joy. And that is how I'm enjoying the abundance. Thou servest not the Lord thy God with joy. Without joy, you are an NGO. Yeah, you are just a charitable organization building something, doing something for God. But we are not serving God as NGOs. We are serving God as children who love him, who need to be blessed according to Exodus 23, 25. So better, no, I'm, look, 
better. And you see, one of the ways to also enjoy what you are doing is to invest into it. Yes. You see, when you invest heavily into something, even if you don't want to do it, you, 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 you've spent too much money and too much of your time on it to just walk away. I mean, if let's say I take a decision tonight that I'm not going to be a pastor again. I mean, I'm a, I am a big fool. Well, well, even if the thought comes to my mind, there's no way to happen because, I mean, I, I've given my life to it too much. To just walk away to what? To what? You know, so there's a brother who beloved those the lady. And, you know, you know, these kind of brothers who spend a lot of money. You know, normally such brothers don't speak good English. No, there's a correlation. I've told you there's a correlation between English speaking and giving of money and being a giving person. Yes. Those who speak very good English, they don't give. But those, yeah, very, very good English, they don't give. But those who can speak English, this type of, you know, Bogga boys with no, oh, they, I mean, because it is, it is, English is pro, inversely proportional to the giving. Uh, do you see? So this brother apparently was this type of bugger, whatever. And he had spent a lot of money on this girl. And the girl, you know, towards the end, towards you know, time they would be marrying, began to be funny some way. And a brother, the guy's friend, advised him, ah, my girl's there, is plenty in town. Just leave her and just concentrate on somebody. He said, no, it's not like that. The money I've spent on this girl, even if I don't like her, I'll marry her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, 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 spend money on the ministry. Spend money on Bibles. Spend money on the work you are doing. Where your treasure is, there your heart will go. So tonight, I'm continuing to teach from point number two. Of chapter 27. 35 keys to becoming a good shepherd. 35 keys to becoming a good shepherd. And we are only on the second key. The second key... The first key is become a good shepherd by following all the examples set by the good shepherd. The second key is become a good shepherd by preaching, teaching, and healing. So, basenta leaders, shepherds, pastors must be good at Preaching, teaching, and healing. Being supernaturally empowered to heal. To heal. And you heal to the degree 
that you have God's word in your life. Preaching and teaching leads to healing. There were instances in the Bible Jesus just was preaching and as he was preaching twisted backs were straightening. You don't need to lay your hands. You don't need to lay your hands. He, Jesus Christ laid his hands. He laid hands. He declared and so on. But there were times just as the word was going on healing was going on and I wish you the same. I said I wish you the same. As the word is going on, may you one day find yourself reading and receiving testimonies of someone with a problem that God healed as you were preaching. So we are learning about how to be a good preacher and a teacher and a healer. And last week, I began to give you 10 How do you become a good teacher and a preacher? Number one is that you must be a mature Christian. Mature Christian. If you are listening to me, you must believe God to mature. Children cannot preach. Babies don't preach. We read Isaiah 28 verse 9. Whom shall he teach knowledge? Because remember, you must be taught knowledge so you can teach. The things we teach are things we've been taught. 2 Timothy 2.2 So who is the one who must be taught knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. If you are still latching on to breasts, you can't be a teacher. You can't, you can't speak and minister doctrines. You can't. To be a good teacher, you must necessarily become someone who doesn't drink milk. There is milk and there is meat and there are bones. So, get last week's message and listen to it. And every leader, every pastor, every every leader who has got trainees on them, must make sure that leaders, basenta leaders under you, become mature. Number two, you must develop a love for the word of God. You can't teach God's word if you don't love God's word. You can't teach God's word if you do not love God's word. 
Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation. All the day. I mean, if you are reading the Bible and you are angry that you are having your quiet time because your GSO or your pastor is going to ask you for your quiet it means that you, I mean, please close the Bible and read some newspaper. Yeah. Listen to something. And there are people who don't love the word of God. I mean, you will know yourself if you love the word of God. If you love the word of God, you would want to break it down. You would want to be closer to it. You want to be intimate with God's word. You, you would want to see the details of God's word. I mean, you would want to be with it. And listen, somebody said it. This there. Oh, how love I thy law. So at least we know somebody who loves the law of God. Yes. And we can tell by how you handle God's word. Whether you love what you are doing. To love the word of God, you must love to read it. You must love to teach it. You must love to study it. You must love to, 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 to discuss it. You only only love for God's word will make you a good teacher and a preacher. Anybody who is preaching well loves the word of God. And we are seeing there that you can also love it. Don't sit there and expect that love for God's word will fall on you like rain. Don't sit there and expect that God's I mean love for God's word it's like Somehow, before you know it, you love God's word. No. No. Some supernatural something has come upon you. No. Loving something is a deliberate journey you embark on to go and love a girl. To the point that even if she says, I don't like you, you say that you like me. I'm just giving you time. And 80% of the time, they are right. Anyone here who's expecting a supernatural love for the word of God to come upon you will wait for 1,000 years. Yes. Love can be generated. Love for something can be generated. That's why in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2, the Bible says, desire the sincere milk. Yeah, it's a doing word. You desire it. Yes, desire the sincere milk. It's not like, like some people are born with a natural love for the sincere milk. No. Anybody who likes the sincere milk desired it. It's like it's like you 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 desire it. So anybody who doesn't love the word of God has not desired it. And if you've not desired it, it means that you have chosen not to like it. You must choose to like it. It will never descend on you. We are naturally 
not made to love God's word. It's too pure for a devil like you to love it. I said God's word is too pure for a devil, a demon, and a demon possessed. Somebody with evil spirits like you to, and I to love it. It's too pure. The words of the Lord are pure words, pure words, pure words. The words of the Lord are pure words. The, the words of the Lord are pure. The words of the Lord are pure. And the devil like you will not naturally love it. You must, you must buy engines, generators, and, and, and connect them to generate the love in you. Aha. Otherwise, you will sit there, be a bad teacher, a bogus preacher, and a useless leader like you are. never find green grass here and stones here and sheep are here eating stones the sheep will naturally gather where the grass is green naturally if you preach well they will naturally If your members are three, it means you are a useless teacher. Useless. Bogus. There are pastors like that. Useless. Shepherds. Useless. Trainees. Nonsense. Yes. At the base of it, you see, when somebody is speaking and the person loves what he's doing, you can see. That, 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 that this guy he has been sent to, to, to read a manual this person has been given some three points in a book to, 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 to say to say yes but the things you love like the players who played for Chelsea like the players who played for Man City when you are rattling that their names. We know you are saying something you love and you went to desire it. You look for it. You listen to them. You watch them. So when it comes to God's word and you are speaking like a damn fool, we know that you don't love God's word. Number three, you must love to interact with and search through search through it thy words were found 1516 Jeremiah thy words were found they found I found the words it means I looked for it yes I searched for it that, that sometimes I'm looking for a certain phrase I know it's in the Bible but I can't get it in the King James and I go to NLT don't find it. I go to NASB. I don't find it. Living Bible. I can't find it. Message. I can't find it. American. I can't find it. When I go to NIV, it is there. Search through. Thy words were found. At the base of your ministry 
is the skill with which you rightly divide the word of truth. That's the base. Every pastor, you see that the person has got word. Word you preach, word you live, word you, which is part of you, word which is an embodiment of your life. That is how you become a leader. So I, I, I pray for you that you, you, you will love to romance the word. Yeah. Romance it. Be with it intimately. With feelings and closeness. Otherwise, nobody would want to sit down to listen to you. And it takes time, by the way, let me just tell you. Those of you who are trying to preach well next week. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. Close to 40 years ago, I was lying on the floor in a room in my father's house. On the floor, terrazzo floor. With my Bible, blue pen, red pen. I was studying Isaiah. Fought close to 40 years. I was studying Isaiah. I was studying Isaiah. So you two should start now. The fourth point. Give me the fourth point. To preach, to teach, and to heal. You must read your Bible every day. Say, I'll read my Bible every day. Why, why should you read your Bible every day? Because the things you do every day are the things that you become good at. You don't become good at anything you do once a week, twice a week, one every other week, once a while, without any regularity and rhythm. Only the things you do every day. I'm sure some of you play football. But there is somebody who plays football every day is on the, it's on the soccer pitch. Training. Anything. You cannot claim to be good at something that you interact with once a while. No. That is just one reason why you must read your Bible every day. I'm talking about teaching and preaching and healing. If you don't read your Bible every day, it will be seen. I met somebody yesterday. I was, I, I was sharing with him my quiet time. No, Sunday or yesterday. Wow. My quiet time. Quiet time, quiet time. I'm having a blast. Quiet time, every day. Every day. Sometimes I'm just sitting on one verse for three days. Sometimes a chapter a day. And now I'm going to move into Bishop's quiet time pattern. Where he has quiet time in two separate areas in the Bible every day. Yeah. Three separate areas. Like Ezekiel, Mark, and Nahum. Every day, Ezekiel, Mark, and Nahum. You are, you are, you are, you are in it. You must love it to be like that. Yeah. Like a man who loves women can have three girls at the same time. Yeah, baby. 
Yes. I mean, if you are sitting here, you don't read your Bible every day. You are deceiving yourself. Yeah, honey, I think it's okay. God bless you. Just relax. When you cry, you'll be sleeping very soon. You'll put it on autopilot and be making noise. So it's okay. God bless you for your sacrifice. Are you with me? Yeah. Don't, don't think it's stylish. And also, I will say that if you feel that you can't be a shepherd, inform your pastor and check him out. The doors are open. No, nobody is forcing you. Nobody is forcing you. Try and do what you love. Try it. And if you, do, if you don't love it, try loving it. And try and try and try till you realize that no, this it's like wele you can never eat. <laughs> this is wele you can never eat. It's okay. But don't do something you don't love. Don't. Don't let anybody convince you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Life is too short to be doing something which is a, which is a, a, a chore and a bore. Number four. Is that what it? Number five. Yeah, I said you must get at least two translations in addition to your King James. This alone will reveal your readiness to be a shepherd. Anyone who has just one Bible, just one Bible, and some of you even have got Bibles, you don't know the translation. You are not interested in what you are doing. You don't love what you are doing. You know what you are doing. I mean, when we loved what we were doing, we, we, we called books not by physics text, but we called books by their names. We called books by their names. Yeah, this is Nelcon. Yeah, it's Lambert. Modimbo. Akiola. Called books by their names. But you, I hold the book, I don't know whether it is even physics or chemistry. You are a wee smoker being, trying to be a student. And I mean it that try and get other translations. Look, look, this is it all. This is it. I'm not even interested in these pastors in front. The people I'm talking to are the young little boys and girls, Basenta leaders. Look, get it right now. Get it right now. There's no future. The future is what you are doing now. Yes. Yes. This, there is no future anywhere. <laughs> when you grow up, you must be joking. <laughs> Whatever you will be like in 20 years, this is it. 
If you saw me 30 years ago, you won't be surprised that I'm, I'm standing where I'm standing. You will not be surprised that I'm standing where I'm standing. If you don't know the name of the Bible you are reading now, when do you think you will know the name of a, a Bible you read later on? You won't know. No, I don't know what I'm explaining myself well. This is how you will be in future. Go around to the Bishop Dagwood Mills and the Bishop Oye Depose. And the Reverend Eastwood, listen to their story. The beginning was not different from the end. I mean, there's no end now. From the down. Thank you. Good day. What's good to go to? Wow. <laughs> then you're an exceptional student. <laughs> it's very exceptional. <laughs> Their beginning is no different from the now. Bishop Dad, he was males. When he was writing O level, he was fasting. It won't even occur to me. I will blow the oats in the morning before I go and sit there. You need power. You need glucose, glucose. He was fasting. Are you surprised he's doing what he's doing? Bishop Oedipo would say that when he was a class 5 or class 6 student, his teacher called him and advised him to concentrate on his academic work. He said, son, I've been watching you, walking about, preaching and speaking in tongues. You are a student. Concentrate on your work. And he told, it was a woman, he said, ma, ma, I am a full-time Christian and a part-time student. So we are not surprised that he is, his name is in the Guinness Book of Records. So what you are doing now is your future. This is your future. This is how you will be. I'm telling you. This is the future. Nobody listening to me should expect anything different from what you are doing now. This is your future. So many of you, I can prognosticate the outcome of your life. I can prognosticate. This is the future. This is the future. Yes. Those days we used to clap, there was a song. Is this the future? <laughs> As we were smoking and drinking, that's what I'm saying. Is this the future? 
fat back. <laughs> the band was called fat back. Is this the future? We were smoking. And no, no that was the future. <laughs> Except Jesus intervened. That was the future. <laughs> no one, I beg you, don't deceive yourself and think that you will just suddenly one day morph into some, someone who loves the word of God, who loves preaching. If you don't love it now, I can't, I'm saying that I can, I can just take your records and tell you how you will be like. And I'll be 99.9% right. Number five. Number five. Oh, number six. Right. So today we are starting on number six. Learn to teach by constantly listening to the teachers God has sent to you. That's it. You learn to teach and preach by constantly listening to the teachers God has sent to you. Beautiful, indeed. No, because I've told you that the biblical pattern is that you teach what you hear. Hello? Second Timothy 2.2. 2. You teach what you hear. You don't hear anything... You won't teach anything. Uh, Sir, how should I say it? Is that a better way to say it? You teach what you hear. You teach to the degree that you are hearing. Is there? That is, um, this Bible, the things you heard among many, the same. The same. The what? The what? The same. So, if you've not heard, if you don't have a habit of listening, you will never have anything to say. You only fart through your mouth. You fart. You don't hear. We need beautiful teachers. We need women who teach. Oh, teaching women. Teaching men. Teaching boys. Ha, sha, sha, sha. It's called the tongue of the learned. Yes, it's called the tongue. Not the tongue of the idiot. Or the tongue of the imbecile, or the tongue of the fool, of the tongue of the or, or, or the tongue of the ignorant. There is such a thing. Isaiah fifty verse four. The tongue of the learned. There is a tongue like that. It's called the tongue of the learned. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned. Beautiful. And how does God give you the tongue of the learned? Watch it. That I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. He wakes up my ear to hear. You hear as the learned and then you preach as the learned. He said he wakes up my ear 
to hear as the learned. Look at it carefully. No, don't be too excited. Don't be too excited. Look at the English words. The tongue of the learned is produced by the hearing of the learned. He said, he wakes me up to hear as the learned. Hearing must be like you are going to school. It must literally, you must soak messages as if it's a course. Ha, 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 ha. You can't hear me. I said, those who hear as the learned receive the tongue of the learned. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm seeing the Archbishop here. Is there a program? Wow. The Archbishop is here. What is going on here? I need the tongue of the learned. I need the tongue of the learned. Wow. Wow. I don't know how to preach here. Let's clap again and welcome the Archbishop. Beautiful. Beautiful. We are very encouraged to see you here. Wow. 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 Thank you. He's going to bring us a word very soon. So let me just sit down and let me. Yes. Yes. Shepherds. Basenta leaders. I want to beg you. When people hear you, speaking they must hear you as a learned person he didn't say a graduate he didn't say the lord has given me the tongue of the graduate we don't use graduacy <laughs> to do ministry he didn't say god has given me the tongue of the master's degree holder the university you go to to have the tongue of the learned is the morning by morning coursework 
the Lord wakes you up to hear. He said, morning by morning, every morning, he wakes me up and he makes me listen to his word as the learner. Because you can listen to something as a joker. Yes. You can soak messages as a joker. You can soak messages as somebody who is just joking with it. You, it's, it's not important to you. But you can also listen as a learned person. I mean, you, you, you almost listen as if you are going to write an exam. Yes. I'm praying that there will be a transitioning of Bacental leaders from five members to easy 50, easy 100. Easy 50, easy 100. And I'm saying that there's no way sheep will see green grass here, rocks here, and come here to eat rocks. They will gather where the grass is green. May your grass be green. May your, may your, may, may your plants be luxuriant. And it comes, listen, listen, this is how it is. People will come to you when they know that. When they come to you, you will strengthen them. You will feed them. Yes. When they know that there is a word this person will give me. So he says that to speak a word in season. That is the appropriate word. To him that is weary. The world is full of weary people. Young boys don't know what to do with their lives. Young girls don't know which boy to fall in love with. Young men don't know what next step to take. But the one with the word of God and gives guidance is the one they will come close to. May you hear as the learned. From today, don't just listen to messages casually. Remember I told you, no, I didn't. I don't know who am I. The Bible says that you, you can hear as the learned, which means that you can also hear as the idiot. It's like there's word around, but it doesn't seem to seep into your soul. Remember that what God wants to give you is a mighty teaching anointing. Major one. It's called the tongue of the learned. Not the tongue of the graduate. Please. And I pray that he'll wake you up. He'll wake you up. I said, I pray that he'll wake you up. Makasata baba Rama sepa. I pray. I pray. Do you know? Do you know one of your responsibilities? That's why I'm saying today that nothing happens to you by chance. It's like you just wake up one day and you love God. No. You must gather messages. Make time. You see, the learned means that today I'm t- I'm telling you that soak messages as if it's a coursework you are doing. Yes. You must deliberately gather messages. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse number 20. Though the Lord, though the Lord will give you the bread of adversity 
and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner. Your responsibility, your relationship with teaching teachers, teaching messages, should not be something passive. It should be very active. You actually actively gather messages. You don't put your teachers in a corner. You don't push your teachers to a corner. You don't push your teachers to a corner. If your teachers are in a corner, look at it carefully. Ye said, yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner. Which means that if we ever find that you don't soak messages, it means that you actually actively push them away from you. There's nothing like, I don't have messages to listen to. I can't find the podcast. I can't get the CDs. I can't get this. No, no. The Bible is saying to you that you, you remove them. You are the one. You, 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 you took them from here and went to put them somewhere. And, and, and a shepherd, Hosea chapter 4, verse 6 tells you that you must not reject knowledge. Your, your, your relationship with knowledge must be sexual. With feelings and erections and ejaculations. When you are in your room with the word of God, your neighbors may think that you are room, you are in your room with a woman. See, I'm talking about being being a lover, not just some somebody who is is, is like you have been sent to go and teach in the center. Abba. Sent you the person who sent you should call you back. Oh no, should call you back because there's no future for you. I've told you that this is a future. What you are doing now is the future. This is your future. It's only 0.001 times 10 minus 100 chance that you won't be like this in the future. This is the future. Anybody who is anything will tell you how it started. It's the fire you began with that becomes the fire you end with. So better, better get yourself intact. Gather yourself. To be a good teacher, to be a good teacher, the tongue of the learned, you will listen with the ear of the learned. And you also ensure that wherever you are, your teachers are around you. Teachers are in your bag. Teachers are on your iPad. Teachers are on your phone. Teachers are on, on, on your laptop. Wherever you are, it's, it's like there can never be a time you are somewhere and your teachers have, have, have been taken away from you. To a corner. It's you. It's you. So you see such people, people like this, who don't remove their teachers to a corner. They are always, they always know what to do. Oh, they always know what to do. 
They know. They know what to teach. They know how to teach it. They know how to relate to their leaders. They know how to build it. They know what to do. Because the next verse, verse 21, says that you will hear a voice behind you. And that voice will say to you, this is the way. Walk in it. Hello? That voice which guides you will not be an out-of-the-blue voice. It should have been a voice you are used to, you hear on a daily basis. That is the... Did you know God is always speaking? Did you know that God is always speaking? He's always speaking. You are the one who cannot hear. He's speaking. But you cannot hear. You can't hear. That's why from now on, there's nothing like struggling with shepherds and struggling with leaders. Once we see that you are a useless leader, we just throw you away. We just remove you. The same way you remove your teachers to a corner, we will also remove you to a corner. What you do to your teachers, I will also do to you. That's all. And I expect GSOs to remove such useless leaders to a corner before I can. Because if I remove that leader, I may add you to that person. I'm telling you, I'm in all sincerity. And don't try me. Don't try me. Don't try me. You learn how to teach. How many of you want to learn how to teach? You learn how to teach by constantly listening. That is how you learn. That's how you learn. Hmm? Mommy, are you are you with me? Yeah. That's how you learn. You don't listen. You won't speak. The tongue of the learned comes from the ear hearing of the learned. The tongue of the empty buffoon is from a certain t- way of hearing or not hearing at all. Because nature itself even teaches us that it is what you say, what you hear that you say. That's nature. You don't speak a way because you are, you are your, 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 your parents are away. You don't speak English because your parents are British or speak English. You don't speak tree because your parents are Ashanti. You don't speak Chinese because your mother and father are Chinese. No. Your mother and father can be Chinese, but you will see you on CNN speaking impeccable English with slangs. Don't you have sisters and brothers in London with children? In London, big heads. Do they speak tree? Do they speak tree? Are their parents British lords and ladies? Are their parents not from Hidium here? It's not who born you. It is what you hear that gives you what you say. If you hear slangs, you speak slangs. 
If you hear Chinese, you speak Chinese. When I come to your Basanta meeting and I hear you teaching, I can tell what you've been hearing. Tonight is about how to be a good teacher and a good preacher. And I'm just saying to you that you cannot run away from the responsibility of hearing. Of hearing. You can't run away from it. Number seven. Number seven. Learn how to preach by watching preaching videos. Aliu, 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 you learn how to preach by watching. Beautiful. Anyone who doesn't watch videos. You will be of the lowest stock. Anything. That's how we became doctors. You observe. You assist. And then you do. You do what? You observe. You assist. And you do. There is no rock science to this one. There's no rock science. In the olden days, I mean, when medicine was developing, surgeons were not medical doctors. Surgeons who do who, who, who cut your stomach and cut your leg, they were not medical doctors, they were barbers. Barbers, barbers. And those days they were not using scissors, they were using knives to cut the hair. Later on, science, I mean they developed the scissor and all that. Barbers were very good with the knife. So they selected them and taught them anatomy. That's why even today in the British system, when somebody becomes a surgeon, he's a doctor and becomes a surgeon. Dr. Osei becomes a surgeon. He's called Mr. Osei. Mr. Osei. It's a tradition. It's like you lose the doctor degree, the, 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 the doctor title, and you are now called Mr. Apia. Mr. Osei. Mr. Popolampo, because you are a baba. <laughs> you can't be good at anything you will do without watching how someone does it. You can't. You can't. You watch and watch and then you do. Even animals, that's how they live their lives. They live by watching. And I'm sad to say, some of us are proving that animals are better than you. Yes, you are proving it. And don't prove it. 
Find videos and watch. I'm only, I'm, all I'm doing is that I'm showing you how to be a good preacher. You can't be a good preacher. And I, I know you are a bystander leader. That's why I'm starting you now. That Develop it. Next time you see a video of Bishop preaching, don't just skip it. Watch how he teaches. Watch how he gesticulates. Watch how he, how he, how he joins his thoughts. Watch how he even starts. Watch his, his passion. Watch his passion. Watch it. You will never know. Second Corinthians 3, 18. But we all with unveiled face. Remove the, the, the lace in front of you. Remove the cloth on your face. Remove the things you have, you have, you have blinded yourself with. But we all, we all, and I mean we all, we all as in reverence, pastors, basenta leaders, whatever leaders, we all with unveiled face. Everybody should remove anything. That covers your eyes. Remove anything. Anything that stops you from watching a pastor preaching. Clear it from your view. You are a pastor. Clear it. Footballers, they watch football. They watch videos. They watch it. Constantly watching. We all with unveiled open face. That is, remove the, remove the barriers. Remove the blinds. Remove any blinding, blinding agent. We all with, with open face beholding us in a glass. The glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. What does it mean? What does it mean? It means what you behold is what you become. What you behold. I am what I have beheld. Mm-mm. And it's not just preaching. Yeah, Paul said, you have known my manner of life. I pity people who, do, who don't have any. If you are here, one of your greatest blessings in life is that God put you in front of me to watch me. And you are watching something exciting. Those who know what is good, they love it. They love it. I said, they love it. I said, they love it. Love it, admire it before you are removed. Before you are removed. Have someone you are looking at. That's why I want to beg my pastors to please, please try and model a certain type of leadership that makes people also naturally just pick things from you. Please, I put you there because I trust you. Don't fail me. Don't fail me, mommy. What did I put you? Where? Domi Pilar too. Don't fail me. I really trust you. I really love you. I really believe in you. Those in pillar two, no matter how we can shout at them, we can threaten them, you can whatever, but the truth is that you are the one they know as their mother. Yeah, we can say, we can use verses. One day, one day, uh, when I was in Adenta Church, there was something, I think there was a service. 
there was a service. Yes, Bishop was coming there for a service. And something happened. And he had to go to another place for something. So he called me and said, you know, that service, yes, it was a healing Jesus service. I remember that day, I stood in Adventure, I raised 500,000 CDs. Yes. Half a million CDs there. But he told me, he said, Dr. Go, you know, we've been planning this event and so on, but I can't come. I can't come. I would like you to go and take that service and, and, and have that service and raise funds. And he added and said, please, please, let's, let's, let's be real. You are the one they know. <laughs> he told me, said, let's be real. And it was true. We can use verses. We can bring church doctrines. We can bring whatever it is. But the truth is that the one whose, whose nipple is in the mouth is the one who is seen as the mother. So I put you there. I know. I'm the pastor of this church. But I know that if you work well, they will see you as their father and their mother. And I'm okay with it. Let's work together. Let's work together. If you fail them, they won't find me. Yeah. That's why I, you know I spend a lot of time with you. Do you remember? Do you know it? Yes. In a week, I spend time with you so that I can make you a transmitter of graces and anointings and leadership abilities that I may not have. When do you think I'll meet your members? When? So don't fail me, sir. Don't fail me. I've done nothing but you. Don't fail me. Don't fail me. Yes. Let them behold. When you are having your zonal service, Preach in such a way, knowing that they are watching how you are preaching. And that's how they are going to preach one day. I've watched Bishop preaching for many years. And even more closely in recent times. The past 16, 15 years. It's done something to me, obviously. Obviously it's done something to me. I was telling somebody today who at a conference somewhere in South Africa also. I mean, normally I introduce the, mess- uh, the books for some 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and he takes over everywhere. Sometimes I-, I don't even introduce. Sometimes he even gets there before I do. <laughs> but this time, one hour he hadn't come. <laughs> one hour I was on it, preaching, not knowing that he had come. And he was in a room watching me preaching. I preached and preached. And one, the, the host told him when he came, he said, you didn't need to come. He said, we are ready for. The man you left us, is already feeding us. You didn't need to come. Every father will be proud of such a son. I pray that one day, when I'm not able to come to church, I can call Richard Azabu and say, come and preach. Watch carefully. I'm praying. I'm praying that one day, something happens, I cannot come to church. I say, Sandra, come and minister. Come and preach in in shine service. Yes. Let's welcome LP Sandra. She's coming to minister. And when you come, we should be... You shouldn't come and stand in front of us and fart through your mouth. 
and do what? Fats. Stand there and let them know that you are actually a daughter of the house who has companied with me, who has observed, who has watched, who has caught an anointing. May that be your portion. We need you. One man can't do much. Hey. One man can't do much. That's what I'm saying to you that. Yes, you are the video they watch. I'm speaking now to the pastors around. Don't be, don't, don't just be around. Yes. You are modeling a type of leadership you can easily pay for one day. If you, if you fail them, you will pay for it. You pay for it. Because I should have been at Domi Pillar too, myself. But because I have a daughter I trust, I put you there. If you fail me, it will be, it will be, it, it will be unfortunate. Now let's come to the Basanta leaders. Behold, Watch, 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 watch. You must have, you must have devices that make you watch videos. And those devices will not, will not force themselves on you. You must gather them. You must go for them. You must, it, it's, it's active. You see, it says that you must not put your teachers in a, indeed, actually, Isaiah thirty twenty. has within it the video dimension. Yes. Because it says, but thine eyes shall see thy teachers. Thine eyes. So there's a hearing component, but the main, in fact, the, the main, the main impartation motif is the watching thine eye is what you see. What you see. What you see. Thine eye shall see the teachers. Keep watching, baby. Keep watching, baby. I said, keep watching, baby. Watch it. Keep watching. Watching. Keep watching. Before you know it, you are fulfilling 2 Corinthians 3, 18. That you have become the imago, the image of whatever you watch. Listen to me. Whatever you watch, whatever you behold, you are changed into the same. Is there anybody who believes the Bible? Is there anyone who believes the Bible? Have you not seen your children, your daughter? She, she, she became friends with Anda girl. After two, three weeks, she starts talking like her, throwing tantrums like her. Then you slap her and then the things arrange in his head. Have you not seen two, two, two friends who have worked so much? Even married people, they can marry for 40 years. Now they look like each other. Because the face you behold is the face you become. Oh, I pray, I pray, I pray that from today... You will not retire your eyes. The same eyes you used to watch pornography. The same eyes you used to watch useless things. Use that eyes. I said use that eyes to behold your teachers. Select one, two, three. These are my teachers. Look at them, Samantha. Look at them. Look at them. You know, I enjoy preaching to people like you. 
there's more hope in you than this aged, hopeless, whatever we can't get much from. But I pray. That's why, gather, Bishop Kobe, gather your children here. They should be here. Because these ones there, you know, even if you flog them, a lot of them are dead horses anyway. Dead horses. If you're not a dead horse, prove it that you're not a dead horse. Prove it that, that, that the messages I'm preaching are, are affecting you so far. I can't see it. I can't see it. Rather, people outside are rather, are rather modeling their churches, their centers, their basenters, their ministries after the messages you are sitting here listening. If you are not a dead horse, prove it that you're not a dead horse. Till then, that's my diagnosis. You are a dead horse. And I'm, but I'm, and I'm sure you know that I can be very wrong. So prove me wrong. I can be very wrong. I'm a human being. So I'm speaking with strength. I can be so wrong. So use your life to prove to me that George Von Kujo is not a dead horse. Shakata Baba Satala Baba. Yes, yes. Yes. Rise up. This type of 30 members, 50 members, we don't want them here. I forgot to bring the brochure of the ordination service we had at the Kodesh last Sunday. I don't know how I forgot. I was going to project the profile of some two women. In fact, one lady and two of them, actually. On Sunday, she brings 400 people to church. Does anybody have the brochure here? Then I was telling somebody, and the person said, oh, but 400, somebody at the code said, 400, that is not it. He said, Zara, Zara, her sister, Janice Addison. She buses 600 people to church on Sunday. You are bringing 50 members to say you're not a dead horse. Not everybody wrote everything in their profiles. Not everybody wrote it. But the one lady who wrote it, I took note of it. She said she was somewhere and she, and she wrote it. She was bringing 250. And then she was transferred to another place and so on. And she was bringing 400. 400. You should know them, Maggie. You are there. You, you are with them. Yeah. Don't you know Janice Clufio? Women, they're not full-time pastors. So I was, I was happily, who was it? Happily, you know, touting her as some wife. So she buses wife. Hey, that's all. Oh, but what? You are in prayer. Four hundred. No, Janice brings six hundred to seven hundred. 680, 670, raw figures on buses. 600. Janice alone is one service. Jesus Christ, help me. We have work to do. I need you to prove me wrong. Let me be shy. Let me be ashamed. Don't prove me wrong. Don't do that. I want to be proved wrong. 
women, not boys, men with testicles. Have you found it? Six hundred, four hundred. Get it right. This type of in kitty ministry we are doing here must give way to something that shows that you sat at the feet of a major anointing that others are using to build their church. Yes, you are sitting at the feet of a major anointing. The anointing you are watching is a major one. Better rise up. Normally we shouldn't talk like this. But when we are under pressure, we speak like fools. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. Don't just watch videos. Watch me. Watch my energy. Watch my zeal. Watch my... P- oh, Jesus, help me. Do you have the living Bible? Judges 7, 16. Living Bible. 16, 17. And 18. And put it on the screen. Is that living Bible? This is how Gideon give me one verse at a time. This is how Gideon won a major battle against the Midianites. Originally, he gathered 32,000. And God said, no, a lot of these guys are not correct. So he said, go and dead horses. Go and stand in front of them and say, if you are afraid, go home. 20,000 got up and went home. 20 what? 1,000. So he took them to go and drink water. By the time they had finished, only 300. One of the most amazing supernatural victories in the Bible is found in Judges 7. Where 300 men routed an army of over 20,000. 300 men. That's why it's not about numbers. No. It's about which people are. You see, the kind of people we need to do war, to, to, to wage war. It's not a hundred people. If we can, I'm saying that Janice Addison alone can give us a service. Please don't be angry with me. Don't be. You'll be disturbing your future if you are angry with me. Because I'm speaking the truth. Yeah. I've been flogging you for a while. I can't see much. 300 men. I mean, these 300 men should have been licked. But watch it. He divided the 300 men. That's all he had. I can build this church. I'm telling you, mommy. I can fill this church five times over with 20 men. Only 20. What haven't I done with you? Now, you can't speak. He 
divided the 300 men. I'm showing you today how a little, which is correct. A little, which is correct, is better than a sea of useless men and women. He divided the 300 men into three groups. And he himself took one. It wasn't too big. He took one. He took one. And he gave each man, that is, each of the armies, a trumpet and a clay jar with a torch in it. A torch is not a torchlight. I mean, like a candle or some burning something, fire. So everybody had what? A trumpet. Pa, 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 pa. I'm showing you that if we can be correct, five of us, Anna, can build redemption. But the problem is that you are a bunch of useless girls. Everybody had a trumpet. Everybody had a clay jar with a torch in it. No sword, no bow, no arrow. Verse 17. Then he explained his plan. He said, when we arrive at the outer guard posts of the camp, he told them, do just as I do. That's how battles are won. Soldiers who do just as the leader does. How I wish I could get three pastors in this church with my energy. When we get to the outer guard post, do just as I do. When you go to first love, the pastors are just like bishop. But today, we have pastors, so-called pastors and whatever, who are just doing something else. Something else. If your mind, and you see, there's a mind you must have to do as I do. It's not anybody who can just get up and do and do as the leader does. It's a type of person. And we are going to see very soon. What type of person, what type of warrior, what type of soldier, what type of follower will do as the leader does? How, how does he think? What, what training should he have? Because it looks like it is rare. Most of you here don't do as I do. Do as I do. How many of you want to know the mindset, the mind, the mind you must have when you are following, that's our leader. Please stand there. Yes, and then there are 17 of us here and we are following him. And he says that, look, we are only 300 though, and these guys are 48,000. I am the leader. So please, don't follow me and have your own agenda. Don't follow me and preach differently from the way I preach. Don't follow me and do, do your BBIG different from how I have instructed you. Watch me. Watch me. 
I'm asking you to raise funds. I'm asking you to raise funds. To bus. So that busing will never be determined by money. I'm also raising funds. Why is that? Last week, you went to Spring Tax Road to collect money from a certain man from America who had come from America. How much money did you collect from him? $12,500. $12,500. The person carried it. As I'm standing here, I am also raising funds to build churches that are also under me. I am not just using offerings and tithes which you don't give anyway. As, as, as I'm preaching now, I am in touch with people. Send me money. I am actually raising money. I've raised nothing personally. Not, I'm not talking about using offering. I'm talking about outside Ghana, Europe, America. If I mention the amount of money I have collected from people, UD and non-UD, you'll be amazed. My pastor, when he's taking offerings, he shows buildings that Archbishop has gone to dedicate there. Don't you see names of people on it? Yes. So I've also called people. I said, you two, help me to build something. Your name, even if your name is not written on it one day, it's better to even your reward in heaven will even be great. I've got two church buildings. Amana, Chrome, and Deu. Completed buildings. Not from this offerings I'm taking. I'm ra- so I am raising funds. I am raising funds. But you will not do as I do. You won't do as I do. It's that when we get there, no nonsense. Just do as I do. Verse 18, and we end. Say, as soon as I and the men in my group blow our trumpets, you blow yours on all sides. Say, I blow, you blow. blow. Say, you blow, I blow. blow. When I blow the trumpet, you blow yours on all sides of the trumpet, and you shout, we fight for God and for Gideon. We are not just fighting for God. We are also fighting for Gideon. How can you imagine something imaginary when the leader is in front of you? We are not just fighting for God. We are also fighting for Gideon. We need men who will fight for me, 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 me. That is how 300 men can rout 30,000 people. 300, say. 300. The mind is that. And many of you here, more, geniuses, you, are just, you are just building God's church. That's not the mind. I, I tell you all the time. I tell you all the time. I don't even know this verse. I'm having my quiet time in Judges. I'm over 50 years old. I've never heard this verse anywhere. It's my quiet time. No man alive or dead has, has read this verse to me. My quiet time. But you remember, I have never stopped telling you that. 
me, I'm building, I have bishop on my mind when I'm preaching. It's a love for my pastor. I didn't know this. Like, this is just a five-day-old revelation I've got. Five days. Because I have my quiet time in King James. When I got there, he said, the sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. What does it mean in the King James? So I went, NIV, NASB. Then I stumbled upon living Bible. And that is, I, my, 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 my answers were provided. The, ah, the key of my success in ministry, if I'm successful, is that I have never done anything to the exclusion of Bishop Dagger Rodney's. Never. Not knowing that it's actually in the Bible that when, when, when soldiers are, are, are fighting under an, uh, under, under a general, their mind must be that they are fighting. Yes, it's God's battle, but we are also fighting for Gideon. Oh, how I wish that tomorrow, Basanta leaders will go and build Basantas for me. My God and my Lord, the way I'm building a church for Bishop that God mill. I, I, I thought I thought I was even blasphemy. I thought it was blasphemy. That God has called me, and my mind is on a man. What if the man dies? What if the man vanishes? What if the man does that? But this is how they fought. That is how three hundred that's how, to, if I can get three correct pastors, I will sack all of you. But I don't have them. Oh, Irene, how I wish you would work as if you are working for me. It will be different. You see, those who are only working for God are those who will criticize me. Oh, yes. Yes. The, 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 the rebels who have left the church, they, they quote verses. They quote verses. Everything they say against Bishop Dagwood Mill, that's a verse because they are fighting for God. But if they had known that ministry is not just about fighting for God, but also fighting for the man who laid his hands on you. Sorry, you are somebody's wife. How many percent leaders do we have? 350 upwards. Excellent. Have you added redemption? Redemption is not. Redemption has how many percentages? So let's say 400 percentages. Four hundred percentages. Can you imagine? If four hundred percentage leaders were fighting with me and for me. And I've told them that Basentes. We are doing anything. 12, 20. Let's say we are even, all of us, a basenta is even filling one Evan bus of 12. 12 times 400 is what? It's 4,800 members. That is minimum. We've not added walk-ins. We've not added basantes. We've not added, this is just minimum. But you see, there is always defeat. When the people fighting with the general have the mind that they are only serving God. When they are only serving God, ha, God you can't see, 
Oh, you can fool. You can be at home. You, if you, if you, if you do ministry out of love for me, no, 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 don't think of angel. Me, me, me. You love me. You want to build something for me. You want to help me. Haba, like David's mighty men, who we said all he said was, "I need water to drink." They pulled their swords because they did. It, they are love. Most of them didn't even love God. They loved the man. They shed blood and got water. Whatever we are doing today is like a quarter of what we can do. Yes. And the reason is that you are not fighting for me. You are not fighting for me. Some of you are fighting for yourselves. Some of you are fighting for God. But, the, but, the, but, but God's army does not win victories by the soldiers thinking they are fighting only for God. Because the Gideon, read carefully, Gideon was met by God. An angel met him. They had conversations. It was a project to get Gideon to become a general. He didn't even have any confidence in himself. He had no confidence in himself. So when you see Gideon, he, he represents God. So to bypass Gideon and claim you are in love with God makes you an idiot. So when we get to that place, do as I do. And then watch me carefully. I will blow the trumpet. As soon as I blow, because you must do as I do, what should you also do? When I blow, you also blow. And when you blow, everyone should shout. You see, the shout is like a, it's like a slogan. It's something that, 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 that generates fire, that generates power, that generates zeal. That when you are going for your center service, I'm going to fight for my pastor. My God. I'm going to build something for my pastor. I'll honor my pastor with two buses. We fight for God and for Gideon. That is how three pastors can fill a 5,000 seater. Janice Addison is fighting for Bishop Nyadidwama. I can't get you to fight for me. But one day, a new army will arise. Oh yes. God always leaves a remnant. A new army will arise. That's why, see, all this is about when I saw Sammy. I like such people. But I hope you also don't disappoint me. I hope so. I hope so. What your mother couldn't do, I pray you do it for me. Yeah. And already I'm seeing signs. That you are a great pastor. Are you not in school? Are you on vacation? Okay. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. The people, I've got people I know in first love. Basanta leaders in first love. Leaders in first love. When they talk, you can see that they love their pastor. They are building for their pastor. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. There are some things I can't even say in public. When they are doing something for their pastor, you can see that it's all out. They don't just do some measly things, no. Because what you honor with, when we see it, we know that this is honor. Yes. Not a shoebox which is empty. An honor. You know this person is honoring this person. And I'm not surprised. It's just recently I got to know that the unity service we watch apparently is just mountains churches. Just mountains churches that gathers there. Not even one bus comes up there from Accra. Beautiful. Because the best army to lead as a warrior it's an army that has the mind that we fight for God, but we are also fighting for this human being. We are fighting for him. I don't want around me pastors who are only fighting for God. I don't need you. Go to God and fight for him. I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need you. I'm actually afraid of you because you are the one who one day will use scriptures to fight me. Yeah, you are the one. One day, as I'm preaching, you will also be preaching against me with verses. You are the one. Because if you are fighting for me, you will stand by me. You will stand by me. You will stand by me. When David slept with Bathsheba and killed the husband, his men were with him. They were with him. When Saul was demon-possessed and was, was chasing David with a spear, his men were with him. It's only today's Christian and today's Absaloms and Shimei's who, 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 who turn around. Because when you are not fighting for a man, a man is, 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 is full of mistakes. You know? A man is full of mistakes. A man is full of mistakes. Today, it's not everything I want to say in the, in, in the, in the microphone. Yeah. I may create more problems for myself because I'm already hated. But it's okay. It's okay. But I pray that today, you know, this was the seventh point. I was going to, is it eight point? Seventh point. I was going to do eight, nine, and ten. But I'll stop here. I want you to just lift your hands and pray. Just pray for yourself. And let's close. Who are you fighting for? You are fighting for me. Is that how to fight for me? You you mean you are fighting for me with this? (laughs) If I'm your father, what's my honor? If you learnt nothing today, remember you do as your leader does. Yes. That's how we fight. That's how things are built. That's how things are built. That's how we build. We watch how our leader builds and then we also build. That's how we pastor. 
we watch his passion we watch him going for crusades we watch him having camps we watch why am i having this meeting why am I, 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 listen, 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 listen. This afternoon, a bishop came to visit me. A bishop consecrated by, by Bishop Daggyward Mills. Solid senior bishop. He was sitting in my office with his wife. And I just, I was, I was certain, I was, I was just asking him, so, I mean, how's your week like? He said, oh, this Monday, Tuesday, whatever. I said, oh, but don't you have SAT? Like servants, I'm the train, train. Oh, no. So he's been thinking of having it, but um, something, something, something. I almost fell. I said, Wow. I thought every bishop was having servants, I'm the train. Not doing that. <laughs> People are really having a good time. As we are here sweating our 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 blood vessels out. Wow. I said, wow. So you may not know what I'm doing for you. No, no, don't clap. Don't clap. You may not know. When you step out. Not step out to Pentecost or step out to apostolic church. Just step out within your own within your own world. You will see that it's not as it is. Oh, and how I would have loved something. That on Sundays, you just started your, your, your sentence. Three weeks, four weeks. Three weeks. After three weeks, you are bringing 200 members to church. 200. 150. But I will not ask you how many you want. Because it will change the complexion of the meeting. I will not ask you. I'm, I'm just saying to you that today, if you learnt nothing, what the Bible is saying that as a soldier under a general, you don't only fight for God, you also fight for the general. Have a mind that you are doing the ministry for me. It will draw you closer to God. And before you think of what to do for me, think of what I'm doing for you. Think of it carefully. But you will know what I'm doing for you when I stop doing it. That's when you will know what I'm doing for you. You will know what I'm doing for you when it does not. Like many important things, they are actually announced by their absence. Yes, It's okay. But today, if I can get only four Jesus to be like me, it will be an adventure, an exciting adventure. But so far, all I see are pastors who are fighting for God. Yes. But I pray. That I'm going to have from today pastors who are fighting, yes, of course, for God and also for Gideon because you don't know how Gideon was organized to stand in front of you. 
You don't know how I came. Even tonight, you don't know how I came to stand in front of you tonight. You don't have any idea where I have come from to stand in front of you. We are praying for a change of heart. That my war will be your war. Ricardo, my battle. So far, I'm not seeing it. When I see it, it's like beauty. You can't describe it. But when you see it, you say, this girl is beautiful. Because everybody has eyes, nose, and lips. Cheeks and forehead. And temples. And ears. And chin. But when you see beauty, this is beauty. Everybody agrees that this is a beautiful girl. When I see it, I will know. Lift your hands. If you can. And now, whatever prayer you want to pray, pray it. Change our heart, oh God. Lift up your voice tonight Oh, yes, Oh, yes, Lord, we pray. Change our heart, oh God, Libro Siana, 
you tonight, Yes, Change our heart, O God. Change our heart, O God. Yes, everybody pray. Yes, Lord. Pray to that you be one who fights for God and fights for the general. Wow, what a word. What a word. may be seated.